Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Dazed and Infused. Today, we're very privileged to have Joel Haas, the blazer in a blazer, the stoner food critic. Joel, welcome to Dazed and Infused. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here, and I, I wish I was a little more dazed and infused myself at the moment, but... I kind of took it easy. I'm getting high today, so I had my wits about me for this interview. So, well, that's the wrong wrong approach for this show. You should have been blazed out of your mind, but that's okay. Well, I've, I've got three vape pens here filled with uh, all different strains. That about halfway through, I think we'll start tapping into. This. Okay. Um, <laughs> for those of you at home who don't know Joel Haas, he has um, a website out there, HighSpeedDining.com. He's on Instagram. You can find him on Instagram. And Joel is basically our first food critic we've had on the show, even though we are about food and edibles and that kind of thing. But uh, Brosco, our, our producer here, turned us on to Joel and what you've been doing. And I started looking at your videos, a very interesting approach. Um, so let's start with our basic first question. <laughs> and that is, Joel, what's your historical relationship to cannabis? I mean, how far back does it go and how deep does it go for you? Uh, cannabis goes very deep. Uh, if yeah, I I, I bleed THC basically. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't try pot until college, at the end of my first semester. But uh, after I had finished my exams, uh, before I went home for break, I had a roommate who was just a complete pothead and failed all his classes and was always high with big bags of weed lying around. And one night, I decided to steal some weed from his bag and roll the shittiest joint I'd ever rolled and went and smoked it in the hallway. And uh, nothing really happened to me that night, but it wasn't as bad as I expected. I grew up with Jewish parents who were always worried about, we're so afraid of you doing drugs and wear a condom and be safe and blah, blah, blah. And God bless my mom for, you know, uh, looking out for me. But I was really afraid of pot. But the second night, I before I went home, I did it again. I stole another bit of weed from his bag, rolled a joint, <laughs> smoked it in the stairway, and right. I went back in and lied in my bed, and boy, did I see things. My head was just on the moon, for sure. Um, so that was the start of me getting high for the first time, and I love the hell out of it, so much so that I ended up having four years in college, freshman years, um, where every day I was high and really stoned, and usually pretty drunk, and there was lots of other things too. But uh, that was my introduction to marijuana. And okay. I've never stopped since. Uh, basically high daily, many times a day. Uh, I start my days these days usually with sativas and upbeat and energetic stuff to get me going. Um, afternoons, I'm usually into the hybrids. And after dinners and dinner time, I break into the indicas and things to mellow out, chill out, and stuff like that. Uh, In the couch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but, you know, I managed to walk 10 miles every day. Um, since this pandemic's begun, I do two, three and a half mile walks every day. And, uh, you know, I exercise a lot. And as high as I am all the time, and as much food as I eat, you'd think I'd be in awful shape. But 
I'm actually in great shape, feel really good. And uh, I am sort of this reverse stoner um, from what you would assume, you know, uh, I haven't eaten Cheetos in years. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joel, for those of you at home, cause this is a audible program Joel does have a six or eight pack going and he does eat a lot as evidenced by his shows <laughs> on YouTube. So that's pretty impressive, Joel. Well, thanks. And yeah, you know, I, I never realized how much I could eat until I did a lot of exercising and six years ago or so I quit drinking alcohol. So all I drink is sparkling water. It turns out if you stop putting all these extra crappy calories in your body uh, and you eat the right things, your body reacts pretty well and does pretty good with it. So. And you are a, um, do you live in New York state? Uh, I grew up in New York state. I'm in Washington, DC here. Our okay. nation's bullseye. Uh, I've been here for about uh, almost 19 years now. And, uh, but I grew up in New York city suburbs. So I grew up with a forest and trees and things in my backyard but media market number one with TV and radio and stuff. So yeah, uh, well, we're going to get into, up. I'm going to get into your comedy background because it's fascinating because we have had a lot of comedians on the program. So I want to get into that. Yeah. Um, for the people at home who don't know what Joel's been doing, he's been on a quest. Um, I'll call it the $20,000 quest because that's approximately <laughs> probably more at this point. Uh, what you spent uh, it, during, yeah. during COVID and um, God bless people like you because you're keeping restaurants alive and for those of you right now during COVID and you aren't doing takeout and you have some disposable income, get out there and support the restaurants because we need them in our future. Okay. So that's just the long and short of that one. It's a wonderful way to support people who really are, we're all trying to figure out where the hell our life is going and how we can sustain what we've done in the past. And restaurants really need the help, but the level and the quality of food that is now available uh, through delivery is just outstanding. I mean, you can, if, if you live in the major city with a Michelin star restaurants, the best restaurants in town, you can get delivery in an hour from these places. Yeah. And in the past, it used to take months just to try and get a reservation for a place. And uh, so it's it's a whole new world. And and I'm loving it as well as helping out and doing good in the process. So approximately how many restaurants have you visited during COVID since March, let's say? Uh, March 17th was the very first day of takeout exclusively from restaurants. Since that day, uh, today is day 176, um, I have done over 210 takeout orders from probably over 85 different restaurants, but you could say I've done 210 different restaurant orders. That's um, amazing. Wh when I order from a restaurant, I order at least three or four meals worth of food. So like tonight, I just ordered from a, a place called Mandu. It does um, Asian food, and I ordered about 12 different things. Uh, could I eat all 12 at once? There's no way on earth. But what I do is, is I try and do a tasting menus where I eat a little bit of everything so I can really right. go down the menu, taste all these great things. And, you know, I have a normal dinner meal. It's for me around 7 to 9 p.m. There'll be a late night meal. It's between 2 and 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, I'm a late sleeper. I go to bed late. I'll wake up at noon and then I'll do a nice lunch then. So I'll get through a ton of food. Uh, over the course of my three full meals, uh, I do a day. So, you know, when I say I've done 210 takeout orders, it's been over 525 restaurant meals. Um, I've literally eaten every single meal I've eaten this pandemic has been a restaurant meal. Outside wow. of a few snacks like nuts and some edamame and things, everything I've eaten is from restaurants in D.C. And, and let me say, D.C. is a wonderful food city, and, and I have been privileged to be able to stuff my face nightly, stoned out of my bejesus on all this great <laughs> stuff. So, um, 
Well, I used to have a brother-in-law who lived in D.C., and we used to eat in Adams Morgan a lot. It was great. Mm, yeah. Good, good food there. Um, I, I don't want you to make any enemies, but is there a best <laughs> meal you've ever had? I mean, is there one that shines for you, whether it's COVID or outside of COVID? My, my jokey stock line always is the best meal I ever had is the next meal. Um, yeah. You know, I've had so many good meals. Look, I'm high for every single meal. Let me stress that. Very high. Usually there's five or 10 strains in me for a meal. Wow. Uh, most people would say, ooh, pair. Why don't you pair one thing? And I don't do pairings because by the time I get to dinner, I've already smoked 10 different, vape 10 different things. So you just can't do one thing and have it take its effect. I like to really, you know, like my vape pens right now are filled. I have an, uh, three different pens filled with three different types of things. One is a mix of 10 different sativas. One's a mix of 10 different hybrids. One's a mix of 10 different indicas. Um, and sometimes I'll just do a sativa or the indica or I'll mix them all. So um, you're not doing strain-specific rosin, for instance. Correct, correct. You're just doing but, a, a general. Yeah. Um, okay. Some days I can do specific things, but you know, when I've traveled the country and do all my food critic stuff before the pandemic, you know, by the time I hit lunch, I already had five strains in me. So it's you know, just taking all the pictures, going around town, showing me vaping and getting high and fun stuff like that. But, um, but when it comes to great meals, I have been traveling for, it's been three years now where I've been traveling the country, hitting the greatest restaurants around America. And in 2019, last year alone, I went to 17 different states. I was in every single legal marijuana state except Vegas. That got canceled when the virus, uh, uh. The pandemic hit. But um I did over 600 mostly fine dining restaurant meals last year alone. Um, when I was in San Francisco for 10 days, I did 27 different restaurants where I'm I eating three video. meals a day. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. Um, I don't, I never knew I could eat so much food and, and handle it all and not, you know, and manage to lose the weight and keep it off, but um, it's That's working cool. out. So the meals are amazing. They're all really good. Uh, it's hard to say which one's best, but when you go to say like a three-star Michelin restaurant, these world-class places, um, they blow you away in not only the food and the quality of things, but in the service. Every step the an employee yeah. takes is planned. You know, there's directions of the walk. There's, service is uh, paramount. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So I remember most of the meals I've had. I can go through videos and I, the tastes, the smells, my buzz sometimes comes back to me. Um, huh. So that this is poor, poor to say. I know you want a specific answer of which restaurant. No, it's okay. Best, but it's actually okay because really because you're the chefs that I've read of your reviews love you and and you're very kind. I've heard I've read it on multiple sites, multiple things that the restaurants love you. So apparently you're not doing your job as a critic because they still love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not going in and necessarily critiquing all the food. It's more of going in and saying, I was high and it was the greatest time of my life. Hey, stoners, come in, you know, hey, Snoop Dogg crowd, come into this Martha Stewart place. You know, and I'm trying to really just take people who wouldn't be in these situations and, and bring them in. Um, you know, most people would rather spend two or $300 on a big bag of weed rather than a meal. I like yeah. both. So, all right. And thankfully, you know, I've been able to afford it. So it's, it's been nice. Believe it or not, that's 10 minutes. So let's go to the first break. And when we get back, I want to ask you a couple of things about your early career. You were a Sirius XM person way, way, way yes. back. 
And so we'll be right back with Joel Haas here on Dazed and Infused. We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. And tonight we're privileged to have Joel Haas, the blazer and a blazer, stoner food critic. Um, Joel, when we left for the break, we're talking about, you know, your actions as a critic and how many places you've gone to. It's amazing. You started your career in a different world, though. You were in the comedy world. You were a manager of talent. You had yes. a number of well-known comedians, Gabriel Iglesias, Jim Gaffigan, Kevin Nealon, all people people know. Um, Louis C.K., who doesn't get the best rap right now, but I love Louis still. Um, yeah. comedy's, in, comedy's in a weird place right now. And we've had comedians on, like Mike and Mary Jane, and we've had other people on. Um, what's your take on where is comedy going right now? Are you still, do you still go to clubs and that kind of thing? You know, these days I'm not big in getting out to comedy. It's Honestly, it's a full-time job every day, eating my meals, yeah. uh, walking, exercising, um, you know, I spend more of my downtime relaxing, I think, but uh, I, I comedy isn't a real, yeah, yeah. Uh, comedy is in a tough space and I've seen some clubs starting to do the social distancing, uh, shows. You've got some of these, uh, outdoor venue types of things, drive-in stuff happening, but comedy's in a really tough place. And it seems that the comics who can, who have the crowds can do these types of uh, right. interesting shows, you know, alternative types of things. It's all the feature acts and the MCs and the younger comics who don't have the big followings. They're the ones I think who are going to be struggling the most because they don't have yeah. all the income coming in from satellite radio and, and content and stuff. They don't Open have, micers you know, are having a hard time. 
Yeah, it's got to be really tough. But uh, hard times make people think and get creative and try and reinvent the situation and try and find the next thing. Um, make them stronger. Ultimately, it does and should. You know, I, I'm not sure where comedy is going to go, but um, it's really interesting to see what is happening. I mean, I just read an article today in a comic who's just saying, I have no purpose left in life. I don't know what to do anymore. My life's done. And it's just, you know, oh. that's that's kind of awful. You know, it's hard to hear. It didn't make right. a lot of money, but, you know, these are the times to get a little more creative and try and do some interesting things. And maybe something will pan out in the end, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like us all, I didn't know where to go with. I was traveling the country eating food and I was just, what do I do? And I decided to do takeout and it blew up into that area. So, um, Okay. Yeah, I, I wish I had answers for comics, but yeah. good luck. Well, let's keep keep your fingers crossed. So um, as a restaurant reviewer, when you're out there, do you find um, that being high enhances the experience? I, I feel it does, honestly, when I'm high and I go out Big to a restaurant. Time. But do you feel it um, – do, does it – it sounds like you get more empathetic and that's a part of smoking weed, right? That's a part of it. You can, you feel the other in the kitchen and you see how hard that guy's working, even in a stressful moment, you know, you can empathize more. And I, I feel that's very powerful for a restaurant review. Cause I don't like reading the reviews. We're like, Oh, this guy didn't get my terrine just right. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I, that's just <laughs> bullshit. Maybe it was an off Correct. day in the kitchen. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, the great restaurants generally are pretty consistent, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really tough. I mean, I found that most employees have more in common with me than most customers they have because right. most employees are late night people. They get high, they drink, they, you know, they, uh, they lead a fun little lifestyle and it's, uh, different types of hours. Um, you know, everyone knows my story when I show up at a restaurant, they know I get high that I'm really wasted. So, so I, I do get a little special treatment, unlike quote unquote, true professional food critics who go in to rate and review every little item. Right. Um, I'm really there trying to bond with people. I love having conversations with the staff and, and uh, hearing their stories and telling them mine. And, um, you know, every now and then I've shared a little weed, gotten high with some staff members or some chefs and stuff. Um, and it's, it, it's really fun and it's, it's a nice way to bond. Um, unfortunately, yeah. most of these chefs can't do that with, their main staff and you know it it just wouldn't go over that well but um but yeah you really do connect in a different way i think if you're uh seeing the restaurant in a different level now i read some great uh great comments for a couple of chefs on you saying how you came by the kitchen and you realized it was a hard night and he's like but the food was great I and mean, it's a great comment because it's not just yeah. one thing it's not just this line of oh, the service was awful and the food was excellent so this place sucks right that, that's Correct, not a yeah. valid response right um, obviously in a certain five star kind of place, it might be, I, I, it's not very, not a very good. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've had some bad dishes and I'll tell the uh, chef, Hey, I won't say you, this dish sucked. I'll say it wasn't as good as I thought it could have been. Here's ways I think it could be improved. There was right. too much salt or why are these huge salt chunks in it? I mean, who, how can that possibly taste good on your tongue? And it's just, I'll explain my point of view. And here's what I've seen around the country, uh, in all these different places. So I never realized how much valuable information I was gaining by going to all the different places and really, you know, uh, scoping things out. It's, it's a different feel in the, you know, the high class restaurants on the West coast in California as it is in New York, you know? So, right. um, it, so it's, it's really, really nice to get feedback and just 
talk. So you don't drink uh, drink alcohol, right? And I don't drink wine Correct. at all. So when I go out to meals, I never have these pairing menus, right? Do you? Yeah. I, I don't view it as a problem because I just drink some soda water or Pellegrino or something like that, and I find it it's great. Um, it's, it works for me, right? Um, do you sure. get do you get criticized? But you're not really dining with other people, though. Yeah, generally I'm by myself doing this, and what I find when I dine with other people, I enjoy things, but I have much more of a focus on them and the conversation right. and what's going on, and I'm not focused on the food. And the meal will end, and I'll be like, "Holy shit, what the hell did I just eat?" You know, I have to go yeah. look at my photos, and um, so when, I, when I'm dining by myself, I mean, I just dive right into the food. I'm really into it. I'm taking tons of photos of the food. I'm shooting video. I mean, look, I, I keep way too busy shooting the video and doing stuff. Like when you watch my videos, you would think I have a cameraman, a producer, uh, all sorts of people helping out. It's just me. One one man, a vape pen and an iPhone. And and yeah. it is incredibly time consuming and it's uh, it's crazy nuts. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. when, I was, when I was on the road doing this, I would record my shows at the end of every night. So imagine getting high or drunk all day, whatever you do, and at midnight trying to do your show. Uh, it's not easy. So I not really easy. learned how to grow and get better at my skill and, and my craft. And uh, it, it became a really challenging thing to do. But um, it was a lot well, of fun because I, I wanted to get the, my thoughts down before the next meal, which would help, you know. There's just so much food one after the other. You don't want to erase your memory of the night before. So. <laughs> well, I didn't see this. There's Joel filming, opening a door with his foot, grabbing bags and pushing, <laughs> pushing it out. You know, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, with respect to East Coast versus West Coast, do you find it more laid back out here with the fine dining um, scene out here, or uh, different, or is it just different? It, 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 well, I, I think there are a lot more stone people on the West Coast for, for meals. So uh, yeah. I I do find things to be pretty darn relaxed on the West Coast. I mean, even like, you know, are, are you in a, what city are you in, by the way? I'm just north of San Francisco, two miles. Okay. So, so I was just in San Francisco in December. And, mm -hmm. you know, even the greatest, the best places, uh, most people are there. It's super stuffy. You're spending hundreds of dollars. I mean, I had some meals that were, that literally ran me $420, no alcohol. Um, but I had a great time joking with the, the wait staff and hanging out with the chef after just getting to meet people and every, everyone is really relaxed and cool with me because they know I'm high out of my mind. They know what I do. So I, I've prepared everybody to be super cool and mellow and relaxed and chill to me. And, and a lot of people often think, Oh, let's give the stone guy extra desserts, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm a healthy guy. Give me more proteins and things. So, yeah. um, you know, one thing I want to stress, by the way, is uh, because I only drink water, I don't even drink fruit drinks or sodas. Being stoned, if you were to start my meal off with a flavored drink, to me, that is just liquid dessert. And I love the sugar. So if you, you know, it would just throw my meal off, starting everything right. off with sugar. So, so I, I really bond with the food and I'm tasting the food more as the chef wanted it to be tasted than anyone else who's, you know, if you have five people at the table all drinking something different or even the same stuff, you're all getting a different taste than what I'm tasting. Right. And that chef so. isn't back in the kitchen pairing wines with his Correct. tastings, right? <laughs> so it's, it's the all. food only. I like that. Um, 
to get a little personal, I read in your bio, you did have a double hip replacement. You are a medical marijuana yes. consumer. And that sounds heavy. Very, I've never, ever heard of someone having a double at the same time. So you must have been in pretty bad shape. You know, it was, it's pretty scary and, and really weird to have your basically body sawed in half. And then within hours, they're like, okay, start walking. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in New York City. It's one of the best hospitals in the country. And within hours, they have you walking. And it was pretty crazy. But a little unknown fact is the undertaker, the wrestler, had a hip replacement in the room next to me. So we'd both walk the hallways recouping. And I'd walk by and be like, hey, you know, we'd we'd say hi as we go. And so every time I read about him now and his hips, I'm just like, how the hell are you still wrestling? And I mean, that's crazy. I'd be so afraid of my one little issue. I won't even ride a bicycle or do any heavy impact stuff now because I'm just afraid of doing something bad. So, yeah. you know, it's really helped me out, but I do have some, uh, some other issues that have left me with some pain due to the, uh, to the surgery, but I'm in way better shape than I ever was. You're um, still doing 10 miles more than most people do. Yeah. I couldn't walk before the hip replacement. Let me say that wow. it was massive limping. So the hip replacement came and it relieved pain. And it also allowed me to start exercising with dumbbells and working out. And my whole body just started working better again, much more pain-free. And I've, uh, I'm incredibly thankful for it. And, you know, um, I really, it's nice to say I enjoy my medical marijuana to help out, but I'd still be doing my marijuana either way. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go to the second break here. Um, believe it or not, that was nine more minutes. So you're going to hit it. Hit it. Whoa. I am going to start with some Indicas right now. I have about a 10 strain mix here in my vape pen. Nice. Fresh go for frozen, that. Homely made. Oh, nice. So when we get back, we're just going to go to one of our things. We like Stony Story, Joel. <laughs> and um, so uh, if you've got something from your early days or just something that resonates with the crowd at home, Stony Story could be locking your weed up in the car with your keys. It could be, you know, your dog ate all your brownies. Whatever you got, we'll hear it because we like to spread that love to the cannabis crowd. So during the break, why don't you give that some thought? And we'll be right back with Joel Haas, Stoner Food Critic. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzy Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. I mean, that's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. 
Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. We've got David Faustino on the line, Bud Bundy from Married with Children. Did you feel nervous being a celebrity walking into a weed store? I don't remember at all being like, ooh, I'm scared someone's going to take my picture here. What are they going to say? Bud Bundy smokes Bud? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be a big shocker. Hey, this is David Faustino, and I'm on Cannabis Confidential with my girl, Dr. Dina, on CannabisRadio.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. It's it's always a a good one. Um, Is there anything you want to bring up? Are you got a book out or anything like that you want to plug? Uh, Just the the website where I have, you can see the videos, but I also sell a, Marijuana ringtones, food ringtones for iPhones and stuff. So let's, let's talk about that there. when we come back. Okay, I, I like that the sure. ringtones. That's good. Is it like uh, they're like um, what's what's those guys back in the day who were on um, Opie and Anthony and uh, Howard Stern, the Jerky Boys? Are they like that? Um, it's much more of just like more pot little pot songs, pot jingles, or you know, time to eat alarms. You know, uh, let's get high, four twenty stuff, and okay. Um, Got it. All right, Joel. Um, we're going to come back again, Brasco. Five, four, three, two. Welcome back to Days and Infused. Here we are with Joel Haas in the third <laughs> segment, and he's hitting his vapor. My um, indica's kicking in. Nice. In the couch soon, Joel. You're almost done yeah. here. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off with um, what Joel's doing other than his reviews. He has a thriving business in ringtones and things like this. Joel, why don't you tell the people at home what, what you're doing with that and get, uh, where they can find those things? Yeah, well, after my XM years, uh, I started doing a lot of comedy ringtones and fun stuff like that. Um, and I've done well with ringtones and iTunes. And these days, I have a lot of great pot marijuana ringtones, food ringtones, really fun stuff like it's 420 time or time to get high or, uh, you know, um, stonerlicious, you know, fun things that really are cool. So when your phone goes off, people know, hey, this this guy likes to get fucked up. Yeah, you know, and it's it's fun. It's it's nice. Uh, ringtones for the board statement. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in the old days, people paid a lot. These days, most people steal ringtones and things like that. But um, if you have an iPhone, I've got stuff in iTunes. The link is at my website, highspeeddining.com. And right. uh, you can find these things there. Fun, cool stuff. You know, um, I try and let people know what I'm up to. I mean, my stoner approved T-shirts are there as well. And um, so, so you got you got merch. You got merch. I've got I've, I've got merch. We're working on it. You know, I've got my trademark on stoner approved and the logos. It's most stoners don't protect their intellectual property. Yeah. Uh, that's another way I'm a, a anti stoner where I'm doing things a little differently. But yeah, so I've I've had a lot of fun with ringtones, and I think people will enjoy them. So do you have a YouTube uh, review channel? Uh, I have a YouTube channel. It's High Speed Dining with okay. stoner food critic Joel Haas. But just it's at my website. And yeah, you, if you search High Speed Dining, you'll definitely be able to pull it up. Yeah. And for those of you at home who haven't seen it, um, Joel's definitely an advocate of the restaurant business. And I, I can see why people like you, Joel, because you are an advocate of that lifestyle. You're an advocate of the food. and You're an advocate oh. of everything no. within that, that sphere. Outside of sex and drugs, food brings me the most joy in this world. And there you go. at least now I can buy my drugs. I can't buy my sex, but we can still get food. So 
Yeah, there you it's, go. It's pretty awesome. Well, I was going to tell you, when you do get back to Las Vegas, I had the privilege of being with Larry Scheffler, who has been a guest on this podcast, who is the CEO, co-CEO of Planet 13. Um, they have a restaurant there. And mm. if you'd like, I will get you in touch with Larry and go by and review his restaurant in the world's largest dispensary. And it is impressive. Well, wow, you know, that, that's that's a lot of fun because part of my tour when I traveled the country recently was uh, when I did the West Coast tour, I did 40 restaurants and 25 different dispensaries. I bought mm -hmm. something in every dispensary and I would roll really huge joints. That's kind of my big claim to fame, I'd say, and fun story about weed when it comes to a. Yeah, you know, I've seen story. the seven gram joints you did in San Francisco. Pretty impressive. You know, every dispensary I go to, I like to buy at least a gram. And it's the end of the trip. We roll a huge joint and, you know, hello, San Francisco. Hello, Anchorage, Alaska. Hello, Portland. You know, hello, Frisco. <laughs> And in, in college, I rolled a two-ounce joint that, nope. to this day, my friends are like, please don't show me those photos. You know, I think they're a little afraid. But uh, <laughs> back then, they used to call me the Rasta Jew uh, <laughs> when, I, when I actually had long, curly hair. And uh, these days, what happened? nothing. What happened, Joel? Life. <laughs> Life okay, so we're at that point in the show where we're going to go to Stony Story, Joel. If you have something <laughs> you can lay down on the people at home that they can relate to, let us have it. What do you got for us? Well, I think it's little advice to everyone. Don't buy more weed than you can smoke if you're going on a trip. Uh, I was in Detroit for, it was right around when the World Series happened. And uh, thankfully, the Washington Nationals won last year. Uh, I visited lots of dispensaries and bought lots of weed all the places I went. And I just didn't make time at the end of the trip to roll my big joint. And I literally had 14 grams of weed. And I was I was on my way to the airport. I'm like, well, damn, I got to find somebody to give this away to. Uh -huh. You know, it's, uh, and I got in my Uber and I'm like, hey, would you like, I got 14 ounces of uh, grams of weed. Would you like it? And he's like, oh, I just quit. Ah. Oh, no. Ultimately, I opened up my window, started hollering out at people, hey, you want some weed? And this long-haired dude started walking by, and I'm like, dude, you want some weed? I got 14 grams, and I throw it out to him. He's looking at me like I'm, he's being punked, and it's like an undercover trying to bust him. And ultimately, the guy picks this up, opens up my bag, smells it. He's like, holy shit, and just quickly runs off. And, you know, <laughs> out of the blue, somebody just threw, you know, a, a lot of weed right in someone's lap. Half ounce it, of weed right into his hands. It was a very early Halloween and Christmas, but don't buy too much weed if you don't save time to smoke it. That's unless all I have to have, say. Unless you have a friend in need, don't <laughs> buy too much weed. Uh, Joel, this has been great. And for everyone at home, it's been a quick 30 minutes. Amazing. Look up um, Joel Haas at highspeeddining.com. And that's with two Ds in the middle, highspeeddining.com. He's got some great videos. Uh, what I like most about your videos are they're four minutes and 20 seconds. Very down and dirty. They're great. Thank you. And, thank you. And uh, from not only myself, but my brother, who is a restaurant manager and has been his entire career, I say oh, thank wonderful. you for being out there and spreading the love. Uh, and we're just going to emphasize one more time. During COVID, order to go. Support order your local restaurants. Go. We're already seeing them close everywhere. It's really getting to be sad. Support them. And the best thing is, is there's so much better food now that you can get than before. So many more choices. So support, help out. And why not give some money to a food bank too, if you can. Uh, if you have yeah. Good, good advice, Joel. And thank you very much for being here on the show with us today. 
Dazed and infused. You guys are stoner approved. Thank you, man. And next time you're in Northern California, look me up and we'll go visit a restaurant together. Absolutely. On me. Thank you, Joel. And once again, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. The sweet, sweet take anywhere treat in boxes of 20 now in single packs. And as soon as this airs, the home baker bag. And that's eight ounces of delicious sugar infused with 100 milligrams of THC. Look forward in a dispensary near you. Joel, thanks so much for being here on Days and Infused. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you again. And do look me up when you're in town. Sounds good. Thanks so much. I appreciate okay. the opportunity. Thanks. Good night. Take care. Thanks. Joel, thanks very much. It was great. And do yeah. please, if you get to Vegas... The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.